We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. We've been off for a few days. I hope you had a good MLK holiday yesterday. We were we were actually t- took the day off yesterday to try to work on some things. And now maybe maybe we broke some things. Uh, I'm not... I'm not uh, really sure. How about the orange guy? Yeah, Donald Trump in an absolute landslide in Iowa. Uh, man, that that just had all the all the liberals going crazy. Uh, Rachel Maddow was melting down. Joy Reid uh, said that the landslide proves that white Christians are racist. Jason, yes. Yeah, so uh, there you have it again. Uh, this whole uh, racism thing and all that. Yes, if you apparently if you had voted for Nikki Haley uh, or uh, Mr. DeSantis or or even by Beck, uh, you wouldn't have been a racist. But if you voted for the guy, the orange guy, uh, then, then you're a racist. So you know, I, I think this is this is really what 2024 is going to be about: absolute insanity is coming. We had earnings out from Morgan Stanley and Goldman sucked. And let me tell you right now, they sucked uh, pretty, pretty bluntly here. The Fed whisperer. Yes, the Fed has its own whisperer. Uh, they have their own WikiLeaks. Uh, they call him a NikiLeaks. Uh, he's uh, the, the Fed reporter for the Wall Street Journal. I'm going to say it now. Uh, gold was up yesterday. It, it, it's down today. Gold, gold's just hanging out here around 2040. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna say it, and I'm gonna keep saying it. Get your head out of your bed. I know it was Christmas. It was the holidays, and I know it's been absolutely freezing out there. Everybody's stuck to water pipe, right? The nobody can fly. The kids are home. Get your financial house in order, and do it quickly. Things are going to change very, very, very soon. Uh, and, and we got a great show lined up for you. There's been a lot of, you know, it always happens, right? These On the weekends, particularly long weekends, uh, all of a sudden, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's something in the water with these people, but they seem to find the truth during the weekend, Jason. <clears throat> yeah, you know, it's it's uh, the part of the news cycle that always is uh, kind of covered up. You know, you, you want to unleash any dirty secrets, you do it on Friday late, you know, during the weekend, and hope that hope that people don't see it. Right? That uh, yeah, well, uh, you know, we'll see if any more truth comes out. Right. Well, we're going to give you a whole lot of the truth today. 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number. Of course, the website at allamericangold.com. And, and there's no reason. Listen, we've got something for everybody here. It doesn't matter if you have a million dollars, 
$1,000, even if you only got $100, right? We, we have uh, things to accommodate everybody. You want to uh, do something with an old IRA or a 401k, we can help you do that. Our, our medals program, for as little as $100 a month, you get four deliveries a year, right? January, start in the new quarter, we can help you do that. Or obviously just outright buying, uh, whether you think, hey, I'm going to buy because I, I may need to barter with it. Right? I may need to trade with it as the digital currencies come on board. Or, hey, I'm just looking to hedge myself. You know what? I don't trust the Federal Reserve. I don't trust our government. I don't know if you've seen the latest. Uh, they've almost given up. They've almost given up on any type of budget deal. Uh, it looks like the, remember, they, they were going to save another $16 billion. Well, save. They weren't saving anything. They were going to reduce the amount of money they were going to increase spending by by $16 billion. That may be dead. Now they're looking at another kick the kid. Well, how about we go to March? Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. We just need more time. you got to remember, this is a budget for fiscal year 2024. Now, I know what somebody thinks, well, it's only January. No, no. The government's fiscal year, it started in October. Now they're saying, well, let's go to the, the Jason, the year's going to be half over. And now, well, we, we, we still haven't agreed on how much more money we're going to spend. But I'm going to tell you this right now. Uh, the auctions, the reverse repo facility, uh, huge drawdowns. Uh, we got, uh, again, uh, Bank of America warning about what's happening in these with the Reverse repo facility. When will that be out? And then, of course, Nikki Leaks talking about the end of quantitative tightening. And and then today, uh, who was it? Uh, Christopher Waller, another one of our Fed governors, uh, advocating moving carefully on rate cuts. Jason, all of these things scream higher gold and silver prices and a weaker dollar. Yeah, I think there's almost no factors going on that doesn't look good for gold and silver, whether it be raising rates, lowering rates, uh, inflation going up, uh, the, the budget. Uh, there's almost no factors that seem to be uh, a bad indicator for gold. And, uh, Joe, once again, with inflation, if inflation could, uh, comes back like it surely looks like it's going to, gold will probably lead the way uh, in, in price. It'll probably go up before the inflation gets worse. So we, we could be looking at gold going up anytime now. Meaningfully. 800 Jason and I, we're going to be right back after the break. Patriot Radio News Hour on this Tuesday. I just got, Jack just, just call me. Jack's our producer. Uh, hey, we may have fixed it too good yesterday. Uh, you're a little too loud now, so uh, I've turned it down a little bit. If we need to turn it down a little more, uh, we will. That actually makes me happy. Uh, speaking of, of not happy, uh, the Dow down 200. Now it's not ever shattering. Only down 200. Still at 37,000. Uh, the S&P's down 13. The NASDAQ's down 20. Uh, gold's down 10. Uh, it, it can go wide. The gold actually rallied pretty hard uh, yesterday. But uh, uh, as far as New York is concerned, uh, 2040, uh, silver, uh, $23.10. The 10-year note. 404. So again, this 10-year 
uh, stock lately. And again, it's all about today anyway. They want to focus on rate cut. Of course, they want them to start cutting in March. That may be just a little bit too soon. Uh, but again, I think it's all downhill for the dollar uh, after after this uh, round of when are they going to pl- when are they going to cut, Jason? When are they going to cut? You know, that's that'll be a huge question. I mean, really, in a lot of ways, they should, they should at least just leave it alone, just let it sit there if they're serious about inflation. But I. I tend to think that they actually want the inflation. I think the Fed, with this uh, failing monetary system, uh, one way that I think they think they can get out of it is by inflating their way out. So I think I think lowering the rates is a clear signal that, oh, the inflation isn't quite where we want it. Let's, uh, let's just lower the rates and start pumping some money in there and uh, right. we'll get this inflation going. And so, brilliant. Joe, they lowered, Absolutely when, when brilliant right there, Jason. Yep. Just brilliant observation. They don't want 2%. They know. That's 2% inflation. The whole thing will collapse. Uh, that I think that's a pretty astute uh, observation. I'm just going to say this right now. Diversification is going to be the key here. Get your gold and silver put away. Do it now. Call Joey. Get your money away from these banks and these what I'll call like banks, like Morgan Stanley, like Schwab, right there. They're, they're banks. They're dependent. Check out why refi. Because it's not correlated to the stock market. Doesn't care about the Fed. Doesn't care about the dollar. Doesn't care about quantitative easing, quantitative tightening. Doesn't care about any of that stuff. they got to have a minimum of 50000 yeah, That's the minimum. You can use your an IRA, money in the bank. Some of you can use the 401k. InvestYRebuy.com, up to 10.25% return fixed. You can turn your income on. You can turn it off. Your money's, your interest is compounded daily. You've got all these options. There are no fees. Uh, if you need your money back early, uh, you get all of your principal back. Now they've even set it up where they're going to get, you know, you keep some of that interest too. Uh, check them out. InvestYRefi.com or just call them at 888-YREFI24. Uh, but Jason, over the weekend, we had two big developments. Mark Cabana, now he's from Bank of America. He is the guy that when you talk about what's going on in the treasury market and really the liquidity of the treasury market, he's the guy that I pay attention to. Why? Because he's gotten it right. right? Go back to the taper tantrum. Uh, it was Mark Cabana that was warning six months ahead of time about what was happening and that that quantitative tightening that Janet Yellen had started uh, was going to lead to ruin. Well, guess what? He was talking about it yet again. The reverse repo facilities uh, at last was was down to six hundred billion. They they anticipate it to be below five hundred billion before the end of the month. We got to remember we're two weeks away. 
from Janet Yellen and the Treasury needing to restock the checkbook. We're, I think this weekend we're supposed to hit one of the continuing resolution, one of the debt limit resolutions, right? We got all this stuff happening. But here's the here's the big thing for you guys. This is what we need to know. We're printing record record amounts of debt. Right? We're, we're 2024 will be the second largest deficit in U.S. history besides the deficit of 2021's COVID deficit. And that's if we're lucky. If things go really bad, right, and we can surpass it, but I don't think that we will. Matter of fact, I'm hoping, my fingers are crossed, that we stay below $2.5 trillion. That, that's my that's my big goal, my hope. I don't know. We'll see. But then uh, over the weekend, the Wall Street Journal came out with the Fred, the Federal Reserve is reassessing the ample banking system reserves. And saying that, you know what, maybe we don't have ample reserves and it's time to start talking about ending quantitative tightening. And, and of course, this came out from uh, Nick uh, Tummer, and I hope I say this right, Timorolas, a.k.a. Nicky Leaks. That's how I know he's Nicky Leaks. He's the, the Wall Street Journal's Fed guy. He seems to be the guy that the Wall or the Federal Reserve leaks information to to say, hey, this is what we're thinking. Now, we know Lori Logan last week said, well, you know, we, 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 need to, we need to come up with a plan. Now, according to Nikki Leaks, Fed officials have already started deliberations. I think we're going to hear about this at the next Fed meeting. So this is another one. This is one of the things that's been on our list. On slowing and then eventually ending quantitative tightening. So, Jason, here's the thing. They already know they don't have the money. They already know the reverse repo is running out of money. And when that money goes, the, the auctions are going to get worse. They already know this. That, that's simple math. That, that's not debatable. So now they're going to say, hey, we're already talking about, right, they want to do something gradual. Hey, it's at $95 billion a month. And maybe what they'll say is, hey, in, in, in March, we're going to go to $75 billion. In May, we're going to go to $50 billion. Right, Jason? Stair-stepping down to where eventually uh, there is no more quantitative tightening to try to save uh, the markets. But I think the realities are, I think that's going to happen, obviously, don't be surprised here. In, in listening to Mark Cabana, that the Fed may have to start talking about quantitative easing again before 2024 comes to an end, Jason. Yeah, I, I, I think for sure they're going to tighten. They are going to lower the rates. I, I think we're going to see some disastrous things start to happen. And here's the thing is sometimes these things uh, lag and uh, I know that as far as the Biden administration getting reelected, 
They would love for asset prices to be going up, which if you lower rates and just sprinkle a little bit of money in there, uh, by, by the time the election, all, a lot of these asset classes will all be going up. Nobody will be able to hardly don't be able to afford them if this you know if they, if they inflate this thing even harder. But you know the, you know you could have the the sitting president doesn't matter who it is could be saying well look look how good everything is your house is worth more vote for me right and I it sure, it sure seems like that's what the Fed does a lot during election year they try to pump things up to make it look better so it sure seems like uh, we're headed for that direction Joe where yeah. Yeah, we're done tightening. Yeah, we're gonna lower the rates. We, we want everybody to throw a big party this year, <laughs> and it's always that. It always costs us in in, in the, down the road, Joe. Yeah. Well, and again, right? Well, that's the name of the game. It's kick the can, right? You don't remember that that that, that childhood game, right? Kick the can, right? You had the guy guarding the can. You know, the Fed's guarding the can allegedly. But really, ultimately, at the end of the day, they want to kick it. They want the can to be kicked. Uh, they, they want to prolong it for as long as they can. They're buying time. But according to Nikki Leaks, he said Fed officials were talking about it at last month's meeting. Now, that's not what Jay Powell said. Didn't say that at all. But according to Nikki Leaks, not only did they talk about it, but they said that they already began, uh, wanted to begin formal conversations soon. So, again, I think this is a setup. We're going to definitely hear about this at the next Federal Reserve meeting. Uh, that's going to drive interest rates down. That's going to drive the dollar down. That's going to drive gold prices up. Uh, but it really got interesting. According to Nikki Leaks, that the reason for this is nothing to do with inflation. In other words, there's two separate issues here. You got the inflation issue, which we already know. What did they say? Well, we're really not going to fight it anymore, right? And, and we're going to hope, fingers crossed, that it doesn't come back. But... If it doesn't get to 2%, oh, well. I think they'd love 3%. I think they'd love 3.5%. But that's a separate issue here. This issue, according to Nikki Leaks, has to do with liquidity within the banking system. So now, listen, this, this isn't about bad treasury auctions. I mean, that's a little bit, a little bit of it. No, no, no. According to Nikki Leaks, several members of the Fed, so my guess is, let's just be guessing, that these Fed governors, you got the, the San Francisco Fed and the New York Fed, right? You got the Chicago Fed, the St. Louis Fed, the banking presidents, the banking CEOs are telling them, we got a problem. I got to remember the Fed's emergency bank facility. By the way, another huge jump. Matter of fact, this by this week, they expect that number to be over a hundred and fifty billion dollars that the banks are borrowing right now because they don't have the money. By the way, that 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 facility closes 
March 11th. <laughs> Think there's another reason? So according to Nikki Leaks, the Fed is going to start quantitative, well, start ending quantitative tightening to try to keep more money, Jason, in the banking system itself because already the banks are telling the Fed, and if you look at the borrowing going on every week at this facility, it's getting worse and worse and worse. It used to be a couple hundred billion dollars this week, a couple hundred billion dollars next week. Now it's $3 billion, $5 billion, $6 billion, $8 billion a week that's being borrowed here. And the Fed's got to do something to, to provide relief because there's just not enough liquidity. Well, and that's what the reverse repo facility is is showing us. It's, that's that's where all the extra cash from the COVID printing uh, went for qualified large banks. You can't, you and I can't put our money in there, Joe. But the big banks can. And if that cash is leaving at the rate that it's leaving, that proves what you just said, which is, look, they're trying to keep money in there, but it's going somewhere, Joe. It's going somewhere that there's not enough Ponzi scheme. 800-951-0592. Jason and I will be right back. Joe and Jason, Patriotto News Hour on on this Tuesday. It looks pretty ominous here. Now, this is something, again, exactly what we expected. Jason and I have been talking about the reverse repo facility for how long, talking about the end of quantitative tightening. They got farther than we thought. And I think that was just because the amount of money printed. We know about what they tell us. We just, Jason, but we never know how much they're really printing, do we? We, 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 we never get that answer. They have all of these behind-the-scenes things that they don't have to tell us about. I don't know why they don't have to tell us about it. You'd think that that'd be like a rule. Hey, by the way, anything you're doing to spend money, you got to tell the public. Oh, no. But it sure looks like it's here right now. And I think this is why Wall Street wants these rate cuts so desperately. Because they know that the plumbing of Wall Street is, is, is really in trouble again. And that makes sense. Because think about Wall Street, what is it? It's a debt market. Right? It, it rises. The more debt there is, the better it does. And when every time, you know, when you're printing money, you're printing debt. That's how. That's what our system is. And right now, Jason, they're taking money away. And what WikiLeaks, Nikki Leaks said, and Mark Cabana from Bank of America is saying, is we're at this inflection point. Mark Cabana saying that the reverse repo facility can be out of money as early as March. So that that's the early estimate. They've been hoping that this thing would go to June or July. That seems to be off the table now. That seems to be now... Uh, whether whether it's March or April, uh, it is coming very soon. Not, let's say, let's just call it. Let's just say, hey, not, you got ninety days left. Now the Fed's going to have to back off on quantitative tightening. 
not because of inflation, because the banking problems, they never, Jason, they didn't fix them in 2008. They definitely didn't fix them after Silicon Valley. And, and the problem that we have now is if you thought there was a lot of refinancing going on in 2023, there's way more companies and buildings and projects that need to be refinanced in 2024 than 2023. And it looks like what Nikki Leaks is saying today is, is the plumbing's not there. The money's not there. Yeah, the, the problem with the central bank started in 1913, as far as I'm concerned, by just putting it in place. So uh, obviously we're stuck with the system we have at the moment. So all we can go is uh, with the numbers or the information we have. And uh, I think this is supposed to be a problem, Joe. It's supposed to be a problem because there are individuals that are, are leveraged in an advantageous way above the rest of us. And that's always going to be a problem. And unfortunately, most people have, uh, don't have the knowledge to understand this so that they can really, you know, fight the problem that really is in front of them. All the problems that we see on the, on the nightly news, you know, how many of those people go home are in a more happier mood when financially they go home and everything's taken care of? A lot of times you see all that problems in the news because things aren't going right, Joe. And that's we're in a state of constant bad banking, greedy politicians just robbing us blind. And you think about this. This is maybe one of these perfect storms. You know, it is an election year. So companies, this is just my guess, are probably going to wait on any big decision to see who wins. Right? Who's going to be the next president? Uh, what's the Congress going to look like? Uh, we're not going to do any major uh, investing uh, because of it, and then on top of it, we we already have the consumer. Let's the, think about. It. We've got like a double top in equities. It's, that's a debt market, right? It's very expensive. The earnings. So this is technically Q four earnings season. They've been terrible. Well, the expectations aren't aren't very good either. Which just says, gosh, the, the, the equity markets right now, they don't look great, right? They, heck, S&P 4000 sure looks a whole lot better than S&P 4700, right? Dow 30,000 looks a whole lot better than Dow 37,000. That, 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 that makes sense. The consumer record amounts of borrowing over the Christmas holiday, we've never... Now, we always see a lot of borrowing over Christmas. Not like this. This was a whole new level. The amount of borrowing, uh, it's incredible. I mean, I apparently, I don't know how this works, but apparently, like at Walmart, like at the checkout, you can decide, to, well, hey, I'm going to pay for this later, right, type thing. I mean record amounts of debt and now the delinquencies are coming right all all of the uh, evictions repos all of these things we're seeing it everywhere look at the banks and what they said about their earnings not a great picture lots of write-offs 
Now the plumbing is starting to have issues. It's going to be. Now, does that mean it's all going to come crashing down? I don't know. I don't know. But there are a lot of things, put too many things going in the wrong direction, not enough things in the right direction. There's not a lot of things you can point to and say, well, hey, this is real good. Right? Well, yeah, okay, I know commercial real estate is bad, uh, you know, but, but housing's still hanging out. Housing prices are hanging in there, right? Housing prices on what? Do we see? I don't think we see a slip there. We'll see. Maybe that's the one bright spot. Maybe I found one. Jobs, right? People are still working. Jeff Gunlatch over the weekend says they won't be working for long. Today, $5, listen to this. This is a great opportunity. $5 Indians. Now, we went two or three years where I think we ran $5 Indians once. This year, we've been able, and and, uh, let's say the last four or five months, we've run them two or three times. Today, going to be the best opportunity yet on five dollar indians that's coming up next stay with us 800-951-0592 joe and jason patriot news hour on this tuesday i know not a great day right it's hard to hear this but you need to know it because it, it it's a great indicator of of what's coming next uh, and why we've seen such a great performance, and, and the longer this goes, right, the better gold does. The you know, think about Jason. You know, go back to 1971, uh, right? The Fed, hey, gold goes on a big run. The Fed kind of exerts its control from uh, 1981 to let's say 2001. 1981 to 2001, the Fed said, "See, look how great we are. Right? Look how smart we are. So smart." See, we know what we're doing. We don't need gold. And ever since then, it's fallen on its face. Right? They didn't get the debt paid off. <laughs> Nowhere close. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. I mean, we're at $34 trillion on our way to $50 trillion. And uh, they were talking in the late 90s about having the entire debt paid off by 2010. This is why gold's flying. This is why gold's doing what it's doing. But inside of the gold market, we have the liberties, you know, the old, the, the pre-33 gold market. You got the Liberty Series, 1866 to 1907, 20s, 10s, 5s, 2.5s, right, all, all of that. Then Teddy Roosevelt didn't think the coin was majestic enough. Wanted something better looking and commissioned some artists. To come up with a new design. That's where the St. Gaudens came from. That was the to replace the $20 Liberty. But the fractionals, instead of having it be fractional saints, they had the fractionals be Indians. The premier one, the $5 Indian. That was the male Indian chief with his Indian headdress on, and they had an accused design. In other words, there was indentations. They carved into the coin. 
And, uh, of course, when the uh, the first COVID, right, the, the Spanish flu, they thought that the Indians in those crevices had the flu in there. Do you know that from 1908 to 1933, they only made $5 Indians for 10 years? That's it. Only 10 years. And almost all of that uh, before 1916. They minted... You know, 20 plus million of them total. And if you take out, a, wait, I want to say it was like 1915. I think they kind of, no, I'm sorry. 1909. 1909. They minted like $5 million, $5 Indians. So you can just see how few that they minted. You know, $5 liberties every year. They're minting one, two, three, four million. $5 liberties a year. Not so much with the Indians. Very low premiums. Or, I mean, very low quantities, relatively speaking. And a lot of them ended up getting melted down. So the Indians, not only are the I think the $5 Indian, it's my favorite coin. It's a really cool-looking coin, obviously. But they always have that premium over the liberties because they just isn't as many. And we'll go long stretches where we just don't have any. right? Or they're $150, $200 more expensive than a $5 liberty. Now, we've had uh, several occasions in the last six months where you can buy $5 Indians at or a little below a $5 Liberty here once in a while. We've got another opportunity today. A $5 Liberty, $595. Pretty good. $5 Indians today, one through nine, $590. So that's $5 less. 10 or more. $585, 20 or more, $580. So you can, if you buy 20 or more, Jason, you can buy $5 Indians for $15 less than a $5 Liberty today. Uh, that's just a great opportunity. And it's fractional gold, which, uh, you know, includes a, a larger uh group of our uh, customers you know it's, sometimes it's hard to do that $20 gold piece that one ounce coin uh, this puts you in a place where uh, a lot of our metals programs people that, that just plunk in $100 a month the minimum uh, th- th- they can get coins like these so it's uh, it's it's a it, it's always good to get fractional gold it's always good to get if you can get some gold uh, yeah it's the premiums are a little higher than the uh, the larger pieces of gold but it's uh, it's also easier to part with you know, I see a lot of people that they've been selling Joe. They sell the one ounce gold pieces, and and uh, it's it's uh, it's it's nice if you had four of these, so to speak, for one ounce of gold. You can, uh, if you had to sell one, you could just sell one of them and still keep keep three three quarters of your gold. So, you know, five five hundred eighty bucks. Uh, you know, that's uh, that's a pretty good price, Joe. If you buy these things, yeah, one one through nine, five ninety, ten or more, five eighty five, twenty or more, five eighty, at eight hundred. Nine five one zero five nine two and you know you bring up some great points you know having 
fractional. We talk about fractionals as a way to barter, right? Hey, you know, this would be maybe you're talking about, uh, you know, something like a generator or or maybe you're going to buy some lumber, some milled lumber or things of that. nature. you need something more than, uh, you know, a silver eagle or a couple of dimes or a couple of quarters. But also, yeah, when you, hey, I don't need $2,000, $3,000, $4,000. But, hey, you know what? I need five or 600 bucks. That's a great coin to have to sell uh, versus having to sell a 20 or something to that effect as well. Great point. 800 951 800-951-0592. We got two lines open. So if you want to get in, on the $5 Indians, which I highly suggest that you do, uh, because it, here's what always happens. Anytime there's a run, the fear kicks in, whatever it may be. The Indians disappear first. They're just gone. And then you go long stretches uh, without having any. Uh, so during the lull here, uh, we've got a great opportunity. And and, and this one I like, but I really like. Because, Jason, I think gold's going higher this year and, and considerably higher. But with the Indians, you normally get these bigger premiums, which aren't here right now. So so not only, are, I think, are you going to get the benefit of a higher gold price, I think you're going to see the Indian premiums go back to where they would normally be. Uh, and and you, got, you got a good chance of making some extra here, which that's hard to do. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, with the lower premiums. We we know, and, and gold is near record highs. It's been uh, above two thousand, but the the premiums, uh, and it was, quite frankly, you know, the sales uh, don't reflect when what happens when when gold gets uh, record highs like this. So for you to be able to capitalize uh, on lower premiums right now, because gold will take off running again, and when it does, the premiums will grow with it. And you know, five eighty five for one of these guys now. Uh, gold goes to twenty five hundred dollars. Well, th- th- you might see uh, not quite a doubling in the price. You could see nine hundred dollars on these, Joe. And instead of just going up twenty five percent, like with the gold spot, you could see fifty percent or more on the price of these things. So, uh, you know, it's one of those things, Joe. Sometimes the, the customers call, and when the, the premiums are off, you know, either very low or very high, and they, they scratch their heads. Well, gold gold went up today. Why didn't my prices go up? It's like, well, the premiums went down. You know, oh, gold went down today. How can I can't buy more gold? Well, it's because the premiums went up. So, so the price to get it, Joe, is is not our, our it's not ours to control. And so, it's when we have a good market. price on a quarter ounce gold piece, get it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Five ninety one through nine, ten or more five eighty five, twenty or more five eighty, at eight hundred. Nine five one zero five nine two, and we'll we'll continue to pay attention here. Uh, bad news for Apple today: the Supreme Court uh, rules against Apple. Looks like uh, they're gonna maybe I you know I don't know did they steal somebody's stuff? Kind of looks that way. They're gonna have to pay a big fine. Uh, they're actually cutting prices overseas on the right you don't hear apple price cuts uh, you don't hear that uh, very very often but again i think the news of the day banking earnings today we had goldman uh, morgan stanley re- looked good on the headlines 
not very good at all underneath it, kind of matching uh, what the banks reported last week. And then, of course, Nikki Leaks, the Wall Street Journal's link to the central bank. Get ready for the Fed to start talking about the end of quantitative tightening as the plumbing. Uh, the plumbing of the banking and, and and really the debt markets. Jason, it's starting to get over. It makes sense. It's so much debt. It's just clogging up. It's not going anywhere uh, soon. They're not paying it off, Joe. It's just getting bigger and heavier, isn't it? <laughs> right. Yes. We're going to pay it off. Well, we're not paying it off. How much of an increase can we actually get away with? That kind of seems to be the mantra. 800 951 592 